This isn't Grandma's radio show. We talk about slobber knocking fights. Grounded pal. Rear naked chokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com, as well as last word on sports.com. If you don't know already, I am your host, Jeremy Brand, and I am the man with the plan, not only this week, but every episode of Sucker Radio. Um, first off, I'd like to thank my guests, ProAmBelts.com, for all your championship belt needs. Whether you want to rock a belt in the cage, or in a bar, or in the bedroom, ProAmBelts.com is the place for all your needs. Floathouse.ca, for all your sensory deprivation tank needs, they have a number of locations throughout British Columbia as well now. Um, Langley, Surrey, Victoria, um, Vancouver, a couple locations in Vancouver. These guys are blowing up all over the place, so keep it locked to floathouse.ca. Now I have one fantastic guest for the show today. The Venezuelan vixen Juliana Pena joins the show to discuss her upcoming fight. Yes, it is fight week this week. UFC 192. She takes on Jessica I, kicking off the pay-per-view portion of that fight card. I will talk a little bit about that, but right now I want to get into... Sometimes these things happen in MMA. For the week of September 26th through October 2nd, Former UFC light heavyweight champ John Jones has avoided jail time for his hit-and-run case, not because he was innocent, but instead because he pleaded guilty, took a plea agreement, and will be under supervision for the next 18 months. No word from the UFC as to when he will be back inside the octagon, but from the sounds of things, Dana White and Lorenzo Fertitta were down at Jackson Winklejohn. Hmm, interesting. Following victory at UFC Fight Night 75, Josh Barnett said he may move on to acting as it makes him more money. That doesn't mean he's going to be out of the cage forever, but you know what? It looks like acting could be big money for the heavyweight star, and uh, good luck to him with that. Rich Franklin, former UFC middleweight champion, has announced his retirement. He has not been inside the cage, I believe, since 2012. Seems like everyone and their dog is retiring right now. So, Rich Franklin, retiring. It's nice to see him hanging up the mitts. He is a guy that is a true pioneer for the sport of mixed martial arts. UFC announced a plan event at Madison Square Garden for April 2016 in New York City. I feel like we've heard this before. Good news for fans of Titan FC, former Bellator announcer Sean Wheelock will step behind the microphone at Titan FC 36 on UFC Fight Pass. UFC Fight Night 81 has added a few fights including Matt Mitrione versus Travis Brown, Tim Boach versus Ed Herman, and unfortunately Michael Bisping is out of his fight with Robert Whittaker, but Uriah Hall is stepping in to take his place. 
That's it for this week. Thanks to BC Kimonos for sponsoring Sometimes These Things Happen in MMA. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with the Venezuelan vixen, Juliana Pena. Joining me now is the Venezuelan vixen herself. She steps back inside the octagon at UFC 192 this Saturday night, live on pay-per-view. Please welcome Juliana Pena to Sucker Radio. Julie, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. It's good to see you and talk to you again. For sure. Now, I know you were in, you got to Houston a little early in fight week. Just explain your reasoning behind getting there early in the week and, and what's been going on for you during fight week. Uh, my uh, camp had a local MMA show to, to put on down in Oklahoma. We were in the neighborhood, so we decided to come and, and, and come to Houston early. Did you get any last-minute training in while while down in Houston with some of the local camps there? Um, no, but I got to train in, in Oklahoma, and then I've been training every day since I've been here since Sunday in, in, in Houston. So, you know, they got the training rooms all set up and everything like that, so I've just been, been training on the road and, and wherever I'm at, you know, just finding any, any mat space I can. So I'm, I'm definitely ready to go for this fight. Is this your first time in Houston? I mean, what, what's it like being in a, in a state and, and a city that 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 is out of the norm? Like, what stuff in Houston that, that you didn't realize was going to be there that, that you sort of, you know, dug? Uh, this is my first time in Houston. I, I've flown through uh, uh, Texas before on my way to Venezuela the uh, last couple times in, in when I was a kid and stuff. But this is actually my first time, like, uh, viewing the city and everything like that. The very first thing that blew my mind, which is kind of stupid to admit, I didn't know that NASA was here. For some reason, I thought NASA was, was totally somewhere else, but I guess it's in Texas. And uh, so I, I kind of, the little kid in me wants to go visit the NASA station and see what that's all about because I find that stuff really interesting. Uh, and the second thing is they have a pretty big zoo, and I went to the zoo yesterday, and I got to check out all the animals and everything like that. So, so, so far I've been enjoying my time. I've been getting my training done two times a day, and I've also been, um, you know, being able to enjoy Houston a little bit as well as this hotel being attached to a mall. So, you know, you couldn't ask for a better setup. <laughs> Will, will you be sticking around after the fight? Like, will you be able to check out NASA after that? Because, I mean, obviously leading up to the fight, I'm sure you're not able to, to go check that out. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I'm not staying an extra day, but if all goes well, maybe I will. No kidding. Now, you, you mentioned that you, you know, you try to get in training wherever you can. I've, I've noticed on your social media feeds and whatnot that, that you do get to cross-train quite a bit with other gyms and and other stuff. And now this is a two-part question kind of thing. Um, what's the best thing about going out to cross-train with those other gyms? And the second part to the question is, what does it make you love more about Six Jitsu when you come back to it? Um, I feel like when I when I train at other gyms, I always feel like it's it's awesome to to, to meet new people and to to see the training environments that that they're in and and to see you know the way that things work and work in their gyms and it's always nice to I've always been the type of person where I'm I'm easy to to. Um, teach and, and I'm a good student in the sense that I pick up things very quickly and um, you know so I, I listen to the pointers I listen to the you know the, the critiques and and what I need to shift and change and, and stuff like that so I love to, to soak up new knowledge I love to learn new knowledge and I love to hear the things that, that other people and other coaches uh, can give to me 
Uh, with that being said, and when I come back to, to Spokane and I train in my little hole in the wall, and, uh, you know, I really honestly just feel like uh, we're such a tight, close-knitted family um, and that, like, no, no one's coming in between us, you know. So I just feel like uh, I'm very blessed to be training with the family that I've been training with since I started in this sport at 19. Um, I'm 26 now, and I've never been to any other gym permanently, and I, I haven't trained anywhere else uh, permanently. And, and I just like the fact that we've been able to, to come up in the ranks together as a team, and, and uh, you know, we don't feel like we need state-of-the-art anything, and we don't need, you know, all this special coaches and all that stuff. We have one coach for the four of us, and, and I feel like everybody needs to come to Spokane as opposed to me needing to go other places. No kidding. Now, your opponent at UFC 192, Jessica I, she's been around as well, true veteran of the sport. She fought one of your friends, Misha Tate, in her last outing. What did you learn from that performance when you watched it? Um, I learned that, uh, you know, it, it's almost like a, 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 a counter versus a counter. If she wants to counter, I'll wait for her to counter, and then I'll go, you know what I mean? And so I think that... Uh, there was a lot of, of good things that I picked up from that fight, but it wouldn't be very smart of me to, to give away all the, the juicy details. <laughs> no Looks kidding. Like you're just going to have to tune in on Saturday night and find out like the rest of us. <laughs> like the rest of us. You're saying yourself as well. Taking yourself out of the mix, sort of watching from a, from a bird's eye perspective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now you're 2-0 inside the Octagon right now. What would it mean to you to become 3-0? Uh, it, it would mean the world to me. Uh, it really would. You know, I feel like it would It would just be um, that that pivotal moment in my career where people will be calling my names out from the street, being like, you know, Rhonda, Julie, Rhonda, Julie. <laughs> you know, so I feel like... Uh, that's that's the icing on the cake, you know, and, and so that's all I envision in my head is, is just getting my hand raised on Saturday night, and that's all I, I want to be thinking about. That's the only thing I want to be focusing on right now. For sure. Now, Rhonda, I mean, I know you say you just want to focus on, on Jessica, and, and that makes sense. Rhonda has, moving away from the Oscon, Rhonda's made a name for herself, not just inside the cage, but outside as well. Is, is that something you strive for, or are, are you just focused on what's going to happen within the UFC and fighting inside the octagon. Yeah, you know, um, I think that Ronda has become a household name and she's been um, making her, her her claim and stake outside of, of the UFC in, in movies and stuff like that. And I will never hate on a woman for her success, and I commend her. Uh, I respect that, and I think that that's awesome. Um, like you said, my focus is on Jessica, and it is not on Ronda right now. So uh, when that time comes, that time comes. But in the meantime... All I can think about is, is getting locked in that cage with Jessica I on Saturday night, October 3rd. Finally, before I let you go here, I, I know you, you travel with your team to, to do different shows, and, and you guys put on um, events in Spokane, Washington. So you see a ton of fans, not just with that, but traveling with the UFC as well. What is the craziest fan interaction you've had? Some guy had me sign his boob the other day. Um, another guy had me sign his neck like a couple months ago. Um, I would probably just say that people wanted to sign their bodies in various weird places, kind of weird, but I dig it. I, I ain't hating on it. 
<laughs> she is Juliana Pena. She takes on Jessica I at UFC 192 this Saturday night live on pay-per-view. Juliana, thanks a lot for joining me today. Just let people know where they can get a hold of you in the social media universe. Anything else you got going on? Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all those people that have supported me and, and that have followed my career. Um, uh, I appreciate the support, and, uh, you know, I do this for myself, but I also do it for them, so I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, you can follow me on at Venezuelan Vixen on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can like my Facebook fan, fan page um, at Juliana the Venezuelan Vixen Pena. All the best. Good luck on Saturday night. Can't wait to see you back inside the Octagon. Thanks, Jeremy. That was Juliana Pena. Um, yeah, you might notice that the audio is a little different from that to this, um, from that to the intro. But that's because I, I was recording that one from my phone. Actually, our good friends at Tag Radio recorded that interview for us as I had no access to the computer or uh, the studio, and, and they really wanted to get us that interview with Juliana. So thank you to them for recording the interview and shooting me the audio as soon as they could. Good luck to Juliana this weekend, actually. UFC 192, I said I was going to talk a little bit about that in the intro. Well, this is a fun fight card. It's not The casual fan might not think that it's as stacked as it is, but you know what? There are a ton. If you look at this fight card from top to bottom, there is a lot of pivotal matchups in divisions that we have here. Not just the championship fight, which is at the top, but a lot of stuff going on through the fight card that could make or break fighters, maybe like at least 10 or 11 guys on here that 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 it could shift their overall fighting career. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the fight card from top to bottom, or bottom to top. Four fights on the UFC fight pass portion of the card. Heavyweights Derek Lewis and Victor Pesta kick things off. Fun fight in the heavyweight division. Flyweights up next, Chris Carriasso versus Sergio Pettis. Now, this is one that, that that is big for either fighter. As I said, there are pivotal matchups for a ton of these guys, and both Chris Carriasso and Sergio Pettis need a victory. So let's see who gets it done in this one. Another interesting matchup, lightweights Francisco Trevino. Actually, Trevino will welcome the youngest fighter to ever fight inside the octagon, Sage Northcutt, to the cage. And uh, this is a big fight because Sage is, he's getting picked up. UFC president Dana White went on a tour um, checking out different fighters from the regional scene and signed Sage after watching him fight for Legacy, I believe. He picked up a big victory there. Uh, He's undefeated. He's a karate star. And this is a big fight for him. Trevino is no joke. And... uh, So if he picks up a victory here, it is big things because, you know, getting that first UFC victory on to bigger and brighter things after that. But Francisco Trevino, as I said, this guy is no joke. Finishing off the preliminary card on UFC Fight Pass is lightweights Adriano Martins versus Islam Makachev. I think I said that right. Moving on over to Fox Sports 1, the preliminary portion of the card continues. Women's strawweights... Rose Namajunas takes on Angela Hill. A lot of people are counting Hill out of this one. Now, she is in there. She's scrappy. She does her thing. Rose, you know, she's a tricky fighter. She uh, has a submission game. She does her thing on the feet as well. But everything sort of comes out of nowhere. That's where it could get tricky for Angela Hill. But I would not count her out of this fight. Welterweight's Alan Joban 
take on Albert Tumanov. Sorry about that one. Uh, This is a good fight as well. Uh, Both fighters looking to climb the rankings in the welterweight division. Yair Rodriguez takes on Dan Hooker in featherweight action. Rodriguez showed... Man, he proved himself in his first outing inside the Octagon a couple months back. He looked really good. Uh, Crossing my fingers for him as he was a Sucker Radio guest a few months back. Uh, So give him that Sucker Radio bump and let's get him another victory inside that Octagon. The featured fight of the Fox Sports 1 portion of the card is a flyweight matchup between Joseph Benavidez and Ali Bagoutinov. Both these guys have fought Demetrius Johnson in the past. Both of them came up short, and both of them are looking to get a victory inside there to move back into contender status. My guest, Juliana Pena, kicks off the pay-per-view portion of the card against Jessica I. This is a huge fight for Juliana. Jessica is ranked at number eight. She's looking to get right back up there to, you know, to be close to title contention. Obviously not at title contention because her last bout was a loss to Misha Tate. Now it would be really interesting if Juliana gets a victory here because there is potential that she could have to fight her friend Misha Tate in the not so distant future. So good luck to both these women and good luck to seeing them progress because as Juliana said there, this is a pivotal matchup. She could be 3-0 and inside the octagon with a victory here and uh, the future is looking bright. My guest from last week, Sean Jordan, takes on Ruslan Magomedov in the next portion of the fight card. Heavyweight action. Someone is going to sleep in this contest. Late heavyweights Ryan Bader and Rashad Evans kick off things next. Rashad Evans, after a long layoff, stepping back inside the octagon. He is the favorite in this matchup. Um, that's the, I, I'm picking him in all my you know counter move and draft kings and whatnot because... He's sort of a steal for the price, but I'm sort of worried a little bit because he's coming off of such a long layoff and Bader is on that winning streak where he thought he was going to get a title shot. Um, so who knows? I have no clue. This one's sort of a flip of the coin. A lot of people are picking Rashad Evans. I am as well, but I'm not sure whether he has it still because we haven't seen him inside there in so long. Co-main event, Johnny Hendricks versus Tyron Woodley. You gotta think that the winner of this matchup gets the next crack at the welterweight gold. Robbie Lawler knocking on his door. Tough fight to call. This is another very close fight. Now the main event, Alexander Gustafson gets another shot at UFC gold. This time not against John Jones, but against the champion Daniel Cormier. In an interview with Ariel Helwani, Daniel Cormier actually called Alexander Gustafsson one of the most overrated fighters in the UFC, not because of his fighting skill. He thinks Gus is very skilled and he is a dangerous opponent, but he's a guy that's always come up short in the big fights. So what will happen in this main event? Will he come up short or will he bring the gold back to Sweden? Who knows? You'll have to watch Saturday night, October 3rd, live on pay-per-view. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to my guest, Juliana Pena. Thank you to Tag Radio for hooking up that guest. Um, And as always, I'd like to thank my sponsors, ProAmBelts.com, FloatHouse.ca, and BCKimonos.ca. Make sure you check all of them out and let them know that MMA Sucka sent you if you're making some purchases over there. 
As always, you can check out MMA Sucker on Facebook. Make sure you give us a like over there. Check out the MMA Sucker YouTube page. This is something that I haven't really shouted out on uh, Sucker Radio, but our YouTube page is starting to blow up. We had a wicked video earlier this week of a guy named Dave Boyce. You may not know the name, but you know the company, RDS, Red Dragons. These guys are huge. They sponsor a lot of skateboarders. They sponsor some hip-hop stars. You know the logo if you see it. Hell, it's even an emoji on your iPhone. Um, check out the video. It's him preparing for something called Ellis Mania 11. Jason Ellis, a pro skateboarder, puts on a charity ball. Um, it's it's basically a charity boxing event, but uh, not so gimmicky. It, well, <laughs> it's tough to say that it's not gimmicky when they do things like pinata fights and uh, the one that... Dave Boyce is actually taking part in where he's being tied up to Jason Ellis and they're fighting two on two. But still, it's a fun spectacle and Boyce has been training his ass off for this with Ryan Diaz, who is no slouch to the MMA game. He's training his boxing with him and uh, he's looking really good. So check out that video at the MMA Sucker YouTube page, youtube.com slash MMA Sucker. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at MMA Sucker. Follow myself on Twitter at JeremyBrand604. I've been very long-winded here. So with that, I'm out. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. Out.